Steph's in the City is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, my name is Stacey Pressman, and I'm the host of the Pressman Hour Podcast, along with my co-host, Angela Riley. I'm a comedian, I'm a provocateur, and I like to talk about everything and anything that comes to my head. Me and my co-host, Angela, we kind of fight about stuff. Sometimes we have great guests, so if you have like an hour to spare and you're not doing anything... Listen to the Pressman Hour on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city. Steps in the city. They're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. Hello, hello, it's Wiener Wednesday. And we're back, and it's finally April. It's finally April, and hopefully I sound a little bit better, because I went on Amazon and ordered some fancy new equipment, and um, Steph, you have yours, but you have to go get your little connector thing at work. Yeah, I always forget this new MacBook. It's a newer Air model, and it doesn't have any like ports. I I wouldn't even know where to start with a MacBook. So oh my god, I'm, a MacBook's so easy. It's so much easier. I'm just I'm impressed when people pull those things out, and I'm like, how do you know what you're doing on that thing? I it is I don't really know. easier than a PC. Is it really? I yeah. If anything, it's dumbed me down. Huh. I'll have to uh I'll have to borrow yours or hang out with you and check it out, try it out because I'm gonna need a new computer. Bottom line. So I don't think Ed's a fan, but like working for Steve I started using one and oh, then really? obviously like in a creative agency that's what everyone uses so yeah it's just what I'm used to now cool well yeah I'll give I'll give I'll give anything a shot like today Ed cleaned up my computer a little bit because he had to p- load all sorts of weird shit up for the this new little machine I have so um hopefully it'll be running better instead of the little error code I would get all the time like this is broken and I'd be like yes I know abort abort it's broken well um your dropping off this equipment to me was not for nothing because you got to see Albert oh my god it made my day so yesterday was such a bizarre day because I hadn't you know I hadn't worked in whatever eight working days I was off so so what was that? Like I was off like 12 days or 10. I don't even know from Wednesday to Tuesday. So almost two weeks, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so on my way to work, I did my church in the car <laughs> and then I got to work and it pissed me off a little bit because I rode in the elevator with a with a, somebody that works for us, but across the hall in a different office. And she started talking and she sounded plainly congested. And I'm like, Fuck, why am I you in the just elevator broke up a with you? Bit. I don't know if it was it's... just me. Oh, oh no. How is that? Better? Yeah. Can you I hear just me? I didn't hear what you said. Okay. You were in the elevator. Oh, it broke up the whole time? Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, you can. Should we start over again? <laughs> um, I mean, if you want. No, I don't care. What it is, what it is. We got to figure this out eventually. No, this girl in the elevator worked across the hall, and she, she like sounded really congested when she started talking. And I was like, "Why the fuck am I in this elevator with this girl?" Like, you know, 
um, yeah. she's the one that's going to give me this virus. And then well, they say congestion. It's not. I yeah, I don't know. It was just my paranoid mind. I'm like, all I needed to do was just get in the office and in my little laboratory and not worry about anything. And then, of course, I ride in the elevator with this girl. And then at work, it was OK. I mean, it, I still got like one of those N95 masks, it, you know, even though I probably didn't really need it in the lab, but I wore it anyway the whole time. Um, and it, I mean, it was kind of a busy day. We only had two patients, but it, it, they both were, I don't know. They were both kind of challenging cases. So whatever. I mean, I was there till whatever, three o'clock. And then I came by you Mm -hmm. and, and then, um, what, after I was, I stopped by you, you live right by the cemetery where all my peeps are. So I stopped by the cemetery. Everything might be closed in the, in the United States, but cemeteries are still open. <laughs> so Yeah, I guess you can't really shut that down. No. So if you're feeling lonely and you want to see some family, even though you, you can't really see them, but you can visit them, like go to the cemeteries. They're still open. So I did that on my way home and then um, stopped and grabbed Portillo's. I was going to go grocery shopping, but I'm like, this has been a long day. Like, I just want to go home. Yeah. So I got Portillo's. I even got a piece of chocolate cake. I mean, all these things are on Samandy's list, but yeah. <laughs> You're just going to run through them now. <laughs> I have a bunch of stuff on my list. I'm trying to find like things to be uh, happy about, thankful for, you know, like, because there really isn't a whole lot going on when you're locked up in your house all day. Well, the reason I said it was because you got to see the dog that you like. I know. I love Albert. He was so happy to see me, too. So that made my day. I know. He's I was sitting here staring at me right now. Is he like, who are you talking to? <laughs> kind of. I'm just sitting at my kitchen table just talking. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have my AirPods in, so I probably really look crazy if anyone looks in. Well, he's probably like, you're not talking to me. What are you doing? <laughs> now, how long do you have Albert for? I told his owner today, because this was just, he lent him out to me for a little well, company. Yeah, right. Um, so we were texting earlier, and uh, I said, I'll probably drop him off Friday afternoon. So I got him yesterday. So that's like a solid three days. Oh, yeah, that'll be nice. Well, and then if it works out and they didn't mind lending them to you, maybe you can pass them back and forth, you know? Yeah, he doesn't seem to mind. And he knows, like, me and Albert have a bond. So I think he knows. You do. Yeah, he's such a good dog. I know on my way home, I called uh, Joe and I'm like, we need to get a dog. I'm like, Albert's <laughs> so cute. We need a dog. But I'd love to have one. But I know once this is over, I'm never home. And then I don't, I'm not even supposed to have him in my building. Oh, really? So, but he's a yeah. good boy. He doesn't really bark or anything. So No, unless not he like hears you're... someone. Oh, really? Yeah, he's not like Dylan. Remember Dylan was going nuts. Oh, yeah, Dylan is nuts, that dog. We couldn't <laughs> we couldn't do a show without him being crazy. So, uh, oh. Well, let's get to uh, what's popping. What's popping? And I can hear it this time. Woo! We got that <laughs> set up. I was going to say, uh, we, we need the coronavirus. I should have gotten it. Well, and it was like, I deleted some stuff because you can only have like five or six. I don't know. What do I have on here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You can only have like ten drops on here. You've seen my, my like 
cart for when we do the regular show. I probably have like 70 on there. So. Oh, do you? I didn't know. It was yeah. That many. Oh, yeah. Like I have to drop stuff to add stuff because I have so many things on there. And you're like, well, you never use it. But um, yeah, so I I couldn't I should I'll have the coronavirus for now. Well, just because we have Cardi B. Right, right, right. And I can't so. say or hear coronavirus without thinking of her. Oh my god, I was in the shower and I'm like, coronavirus, coronavirus. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I saying this in the shower? This is so stupid. Like I'm such a nerd. It's Cardi. I guess. I think I'm just losing my mind is what is happening. That's well, what's, what's popping. <laughs> what's popping is it's finally April. That's true. But how long is this month going to feel, right? I know. I thought about that. I was like all excited that March is over. And I'm like, I don't know why. It's like every month now is going to be like this until this shit's over. Well, and it's, it, I mean, yeah, we're locked down for another month, which I get. They're saying everything should peak around here in the next two weeks, which is scary. Um, because if people I think- stay home, I still see people outside all the time. Well, here, here's something that kind of pisses me off and I don't know what to do about it. And I don't know that you can do anything about it, but my mom yesterday, I'm at work. That was another reason why it was like kind of crazy. My sister called. She's like, Oh my God, mom's really sick. She's really sick. You have to call her. She can't even talk. She's really sick. And she, she asked me last week for a Z pack and I'm like, mom, I can't just get, you know, have my boss write you a prescription. Like he won't do it. Um, so no, I can't get you a Z-Pack. Well, I'm sick. I don't feel good. So I call my mom and she plainly, it sounds like she's drunk or super duper tired. And so here's a PSA for all you older people that listen to the show. If you are going to take like Robitussin or any like over the counter cough or cold medicine, they're saying that older people should not take the full dose because it'll be like an overdose. So she took oh. Robitussin. Yeah, she took Robitussin DM and it was like an overdose for her. She couldn't move like her whole body. Like she was like paralyzed. She's like, I'm so tired. I can't move. She couldn't talk. It was like plainly like she took like 10 Benadryl. Like sh- she was way just out of it. So we had to keep her talking, give her a lot of water to drink. And finally, like it got out of her system in about three hours. But as I Googled it, I'm like, okay, I guess if, you know, older people are trying to take like these cold remedies or whatever, and they're not feeling well, they really could overdose on them because I don't know if they don't metabolize it well as they get older or what, or maybe other medication they take. So, um, I talked to her again, like maybe three hours later and she was fine, but then she was coughing and it sounded so horrible. And I was like, are you running a fever? She's like, yes, I've been having fevers for the past two days. She hasn't gone to like the urgent care telehealth or anything. Well, she called her doctor. He wrote her the prescription for the z pack that she wanted. And he told her, if you do not get better after the z pack, you have to go to the hospital. So like today she was joking around and laughing. Obviously, she still was coughing and didn't sound great, but she was at least laughing because she said after she took that first dose of the Z pack, like, I don't know about you, but it rips my stomach up the first, like, cause you double dose it. And then I always get, I always get diarrhea afterwards. And I, I don't even know if I've ever taken one or if I oh. have, it was a long time ago. Well, now that was the only antibiotic I really can take cause I'm allergic to everything, but now there's a black box warning on it for heart. It, it like it can cause heart issues. So they really try not to give it out as much as they used to. 
But she's laughing her head off because she said, well, I took my Z-Pack and I was laying in bed and I thought I just had to fart and I shit in the bed. Oh, no. (laughs) So she was like laughing so hard. She made her boyfriend clean it up. And then he's crabby because he doesn't feel good. But he's the one that got her sick because he works at the airport. And he was in like one of the airport buses with all sorts of the pilots and stuff like that. So he caught it there. And then gave it to her. And thank goodness I haven't seen her in like, I don't even know, two months or whatever. So, uh, yeah, you can't go over there now. No, I wouldn't. Anyway, like what? What? So she said, well, if I can't breathe or whatever, I'll go to the hospital, but they can't do anything for me now. She's like, I'm better off at home being sick here than going to the hospital. And she's like, why do I even want to take a chance and go get tested? What if I only have a sinus infection? you know, or something silly. And then I go to the hospital and then I end up getting it because I'm there. So I think that that's really what is probably skewing the numbers with all these people getting, you know, not getting tested, but they're sick or they're dying of it. It's because they're just being told, like, if you're sick, stay home, don't even try to get tested. Yeah. Unless you get super sick, then you go to the hospital. So my whole point was to the story is that my mom's boyfriend is plainly sick, but he still like goes to Jewel every day and, you know, does whatever he needs to do. But he's not wearing a mask, not wearing gloves. So when people are like they look at you like you're nuts because you're wearing a mask and gloves to run your errands. It's because there are people out there that are sick, maybe don't realize that they are or they do. They know that they're sick, but they're in denial and they're the ones that are spreading it. So, yeah, yeah. that's the problem. People are taking it seriously. They're not. They're not. Yeah. So. I don't know. I I wish we could like tie him up and make him stay home. Who knows? Yeah, I but, mean, I don't, uh, I don't know how you can tell someone like how stay many home. times you can say it for them to right. get it. Right, right, right. So I don't know. That just kind of irritated me. Like, I'm glad my mom's not that sick that she's had to go to the hospital yet. But I'm irritated that he got her sick and then he's still running around probably getting other people sick. Because, you know, yeah. he's just a weirdo, whatever. Okay, that was what was popping, I guess, for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we have a bunch of stuff. You had something funny. Like, I tr- I've been watching Jimmy Fallon because you had this down. And he has, like, fun stuff on there. But his, like, family is so unfunny that it's, like, almost painful to watch, watch it. it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, painful. It. So as funny as he is... His kids aren't really funny. And then as if if his wife is holding the camera, like she could laugh a little bit, but she doesn't even make a peep. So I I can't watch him. I was watching, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel. And he's funnier. Like his shit was funnier. His kids were funnier. So I think Jimmy Kimmel's funnier. And I mean, Jimmy Fallon, when he's funny, it's like him playing off of the other people. It's never really just him. Right, right. And I get that because I know there's a couple like I have a couple friends that no matter what I say or do, like everybody's laughing and I'm like, OK, they they really find me funny. But if I said the same things to my kids, like they would just look at me like I was nuts. So I think it's just how you play the room, maybe. Yeah, I, I haven't been watching it, but um, I he does like sometimes he'll do like hashtag suggestions. He, he puts a call out for people to send them in. And it was quarantine a movie, and I thought some of them were funny. There was Don't Stand By Me. 
Um, I like the that social one. distancing network. Oh, that's another good one. The devil wears pajamas. <laughs> she was such a bitch in that movie, too. Oh, that's the best movie. Um, mm-hmm. Gloves, actually. That's a good one. Nobody is coming to America. <laughs> a that's star a is bored. A which star I is like, bored. I yes. think everyone's bored. Yeah. Um, Goodwill hunting for toilet paper. I- I'm down to like six rolls. I gotta go try and hunt some up. I think uh, I have four left, and I heard something earlier because I'm like working from home, and I go and Albert has you know I have like a, a toilet paper stand. It's like metal. Yeah. He's trying yeah. to like chew on one of the rolls in the bottom, and he dragged the whole stand into the hallway. I'm like, yo, that's like gold right now. Don't be tearing that up. Tear up my clothes. Don't tear up my toilet paper. Like, I'm going to wipe my ass on you, Albert, if you ruin all my toilet paper. (laughs) Of all things. Like, here, take some socks. I don't don't care about that. I need this toilet paper. Right. I think I have, well, I might even have some in my basement bathroom. I'll have to go look. But I, like, just ran to, like, my little local grocery store today and loaded up on meat and, like, lunch meat and... Uh, stuff like that but obviously because there's a smaller store they don't have all of the toilet paper and paper towels and stuff you need like usually they only have a little bit anyway so they didn't have any I think it's getting better I think people have stopped hoarding and now it's just like people who need it are getting it it seems right well and you've been doing instacart right you did instacart today yeah I just did it for the first time today and were you happy with it yeah, I got a bunch of stuff and I was able to like, I actually did it on Saturday, but the, unless you paid more the it was like $3.99 delivery. The first one available was today and I okay. wasn't in like dire need of anything. Right. So it was kind of nice. Like since Saturday, if I've been like making something, I'm like, oh shit, I need that. So I would just add it to the cart or like you can update it up until the person starts shopping for you. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and she brought it right to the door. It was nice. She's wearing I, no, a mask and gloves. See, that's really nice. Like, I can see you live in the city. It's not like, you, you know, you've got, like, a little corner store that's going to have everything you need. So it's it's almost like a priority that you guys that live in the city have these resources available to you. But I don't I know. I You can get it out there, though. Oh, no, I can't. I would just feel kind of guilty. Like I've got three grocery stores in less than a mile radius of my house. So although I, you know, I'm not a fan of like today I had gloves on, I had my mask on and Joe went with me. And then halfway through shopping, his glove blew out and he didn't have another glove with him. So then he's trying to do everything one handed. And I'm like, yeah, see, that's I'm too like, I'm too scared. Like we were talking about everyone's stupid. I'd rather have someone just bring it to me. And I mean, I tipped yeah. her really well, too. It's not like I've been saying right. people aren't tipping, which is the craziest shit to me. Well, we ordered uh, Buffalo Wild Wings last week. And when he went in to pick it up, I was like, if you have to sign for it, just add like 10 bucks for the tip. And he came back out and I'm like, did you add the tip? He's like, they didn't have a pen. Like I didn't have to sign for anything. So I think maybe when you do the ordering, like right then and there in the app, if you have the option to leave the tip, leave it there. But you they're do not... tipping normally for pickup? 
not normally, but I just feel well, bad. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, no, sometimes when I pick up, like if it's a weird number, like $37, I'll just round it up to 40. You yeah. know, I, if it's pick up like and it's pizza or what I, I don't mind like rounding it up a little bit. Am I going to tip 20, 25 percent on a pickup? No. But yeah. like right now, I'm not I'm I'm seriously I'm like fucking Cinderella over here I'm waiting for the prince to get here in the meantime I'm cooking and cleaning and cooking and cleaning and crying and talking to the birds and yeah so I mean it was nice to not order food well last night it was Portillo's <laughs> and then last week so it's like once a week we order out but I get paranoid with that I'm like don't put the ta- bag on the table take everything out put it on a plate throw everything in the garbage wash your hands like I just I I think I'm just too paranoid to enjoy it yeah, so. that's why I was just like, let me try this Instacart thing out. And yeah, I might good. just, yeah, I might, I've done Target online just because I'm like, fuck, if I go into Target, I'm going to spend three times the amount of money that I need to spend. But I may just do Target online to get the toilet paper and stuff delivered. Then that way mm-hmm. I don't have to go hunting around for it. I got four bottles of wine delivered in my, Ooh, my Instacart really? order. Yeah. <laughs> My coworker yesterday, I guess her husband went to the grocery store. Remember we had talked about Chicago allowing you to buy alcohol earlier now? Yeah. Okay. I just thought that was, yeah. Well, I thought that was just a Chicago thing. I didn't think it was like a statewide or countywide thing, but her husband went to jewel at, at like eight in the morning and he had bottles of wine in the grocery cart and they wouldn't let him buy the wine. Oh, they really? said he, they said it was too early in the day to buy alcohol. Like th- they live in Schaumburg. It's not like they live like in the city or anything like that. Maybe is it Cook County? They are in Cook I, County. I think it is actually a county thing. Oh, yeah. So she's like, yeah, he was like, I got up early to go shop and then I had to go back out to get the wine later. So um, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was I saying? I don't know stuff. My mind, I'm telling you, this is like my hormone, my hormone free week. And then I didn't even eat or drink anything till like two o'clock today, just cause I was so busy. And then by then I was super crabby cause I'm thirsty and I'm hungry. And then everybody texting me, I'm just like, I don't have fucking time for you. Like I don't even Did you work deal. today or just no. So I only oh. worked yesterday and then So then yesterday we had kind of like a little meeting and we're like, what's going on? And um, my boss is like, well, depending on if patients want to come in, you know, hopefully we can work two days next week and then two days the week after just to kind of keep things flowing a little bit. And, you know, we don't we have maybe 13 employees in our whole office. So it's not like we have a huge staff that he's got to worry about. And he's like, well, I'm definitely not going to lay anybody off. You know, everybody has a lot. We all get a lot of PTO time. So we're just burning through that right now. And if he can keep people working a couple days a week until we can go back to five days a week, that's his goal. So um, I just feel bad because there are a lot of places now that they announce like this next 30 day shutdown. Yeah. that, That they're all just like, fuck it. We're everybody can get laid off. So I just feel bad because like I've helped both of my kids now file unemployment in within a week. Like, you know, this isn't how shit's supposed to be going for them. Yeah. I mean, thankfully there, it's not like, I mean, there's people with like families and own a house and, you know. Right. And that's like, what I said to both you. of them. 
Right. I'm like, you guys have minimal bills. Like, what do they have? Their Xbox and a snowmobile payment, whatever. I'm like, you guys don't have a ton of bills. If you need help, I'll help you. And I said, what what's worse are like the, you know, the the families like the dad gets laid off and he's got a whole family to feed. How's he going to feed him on 200 bucks a week from unemployment? Like it's yeah. not going to happen. So, yeah, I definitely feel like I'm in a better position than a lot of people out there that at least I'm still at least for now that I'm still employed. I'm still getting a check. I still can, you know, work a couple days a week. Um but yeah, it, it just and I just got an alert from a friend saying her husband's in the military and there's going to be some sort of big announcement happening tomorrow. So everybody just better be prepared. So I don't know what it what it is or what it's going to be. And, you know, there's speculation on everything nowadays, you know, rumors. Yeah, I mean, they've been that. saying like all these rumors for three weeks now. Like, right. Like, oh, see. The- the military is going to come in and lock us down and you're not going to be able to go anywhere. Fine. Let me go to the store and get my fucking eggs and I'm fine for, you know, a month, I guess. I don't know what else I need. I saw a horrible, (laughs) a horrible April fool's day joke. And it was like, they were stopping the sale of alcohol in, in the state of Illinois. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I don't even drink. And I got, (laughs) I got panicked by that. Like, holy shit. I think I even screenshot it and sent it to my son. And he's like, it's April fools. Like, what's your problem? I'm like, oh shit. I thought it was real. I was ready to, was like at three o'clock today, you know, alcohol sales are going to stop. And I was like, I was ready to go with you to go get your jack and coke and whatever else you needed yeah i mean well did you you didn't get got from mine i sent did i what you didn't get got from the one i sent you i sent you Uh, you know what i saw i saw ed like laugh at it and i'm like oh Oh, yeah i guess he kind of ruined it he did so i was like i ain't clicking on that i know it's gonna be a joke but well i got got from it it was like a phone number to find out when your stimulus check is coming so I called it and it's like a, a sex hotline. Oh like, no, it was a sex hotline. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I forget what she said. I mean, I immediately hung up and I was like laughing hysterically, but uh, um, let's hope you don't get charged for it. <laughs> no, I don't even think it was like two seconds. It was an 800 number, uh, um, but I sent it to everyone then. And I felt kind of bad because some people responded like, thank you so much. And I was like, oh, oh Wait till they go and call it. They're going to be retracting that. Thank you. They're going to be like, fuck you so much. (laughs) Yeah, but it made me laugh. I'm like, hey, we got to get some laughs in. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely uh, like, what was it? Sunday. My my oldest, he's like, look, and he's like, uh, you claimed me as a or I tried to claim him as a dependent when I filed my 2019 taxes. But because he was already older and graduated from college, I couldn't do it. But he had done his taxes before I did. And on his taxes, he said, somebody else can claim me. And we were just sitting on it. I said, you're going to have to amend your return. Eventually, you'll get more money back because you're going to claim yourself and then you can claim your tuition. Right. So you'll get more money back. So he has three Jack and Cokes on Sunday and then decides he wants to amend his return. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'm like, all I want to do is do my nails and relax in the sun, you know, because it was kind of... Tell him to go sit somewhere and wait. Well, I just said, all right, drunky the clown, let's get this figured out. But the shitty part is, is because 
he when you amend a return, you can't file it electronically. So now he's got to wait whatever, however long it's going to be, because the IRS is probably understaffed. And now they're going to try to figure out how to send all these fucking stimulus checks out. Yeah. Which which if we have people that are retired and on Social Security, you won't be getting a check unless you go online and file a return. Because when you're on Social Security, you don't really have to file a tax return. And <clears throat> that's the latest news. Like people that don't file a return aren't going to get money. Even though the government knows how to send these retired people Social Security checks, they're going to pretend like they don't know how to send the stimulus check unless you file a tax return, which I think is really shitty. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of it is super shitty. I just, it's just like disheartening that. I mean, all those people waiting to really announce anything until they moved around their stock like how fucking horrible is that that those people should go to jail didn't martha stewart go to jail for something like that with her stock yeah like, so probably yeah. like the women senator will but the men probably won't oh <laughs> yeah no they'll probably get like a bonus blow job from somebody for <laughs> saving all their money like what bullshit so um you had something that i was just like i don't know what the fuck i would do in this situation with the roommate yeah so some girl tweeted that her roommate was having people over and she like texted her like hey like i'm worried about getting sick like her immune system's not great and you know if you could not have people over to the apartment and the girl responded with like, I'm glad you're trying to stay safe. That's very wise. You can't prevent me from having people over. You can expect to see breaths over often. And if it's an issue for you, you can stay your, in your room. Six feet of distance will definitely keep you out of the virus's way. So she just tweeted like the screenshot, like I need a new roommate, you know? And yeah. it started, it was trending <laughs> on Twitter last night. Stay home Brett was the hashtag um oh really like advocating for her like yeah well I think that's bullshit I feel bad for all the people that do have shitty roommates and you manage to avoid them by going to work and doing your thing at night and now you're both stuck in the fucking apartment or where you know the townhouse or whatever like you're really figuring out if you hate your roommate or not right now well same thing with uh married people (laughs) did you you had that on there too with the divorce yeah. rate. <laughs> it's like China's warning us about divorce rates um, rising. I was actually just following up because I saw that stay home Brett thing last night. And uh-huh. I guess by this morning, uh, it became a general admonishment, ad- admonishment to avoid contact. Like the state of Utah got involved. Really? Because she lives in Utah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, so what a maybe shitty that will now. Yeah, she'll understand what the the issue was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Were- so it was China's divorce spike is a warning to the rest of the lockdown world. So their filing started to rise in March as people came out of quarantine. Really they started filing for divorce. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've seen a lot of people tell me like, you're so lucky that you're there alone. Like, don't feel like it's bad. I'm going to kill everyone. 
Um, well, there was a quote that I saw and it made me laugh. Um, I think I have it under the dating um, thing. Bear with me. I'm on my little baby phone here. Um, yeah, it was a little quote and it was, um, oh shit. Something like, I'll find it. Keep talking. <laughs> I don't know what I did with this bullshit. Well, I have great news. Great, okay. great, great news. My man, Detective Elliot Stabler, is returning to Law & Order on a Ooh. spin-off show. Really? So Stabler is still the character. It's Christopher Maloney, who's like one of the hottest men ever. Oh, yeah, I like him. I'm, and he's well, going to be I'm back, and you know what that means show. if it's an SVU spin-off that him and Olivia are going to be together at some point. You think like, this is just so exciting. This is the news we needed during all of this. True. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be looking forward to that. I feel like I've watched everything and I feel like it's just, kind of, Oh, I it's under my Samandy notes. That's Have you right. watched Ozark? That's on downstairs right now. I was watching it like season three and I... it is the best season of all. I might have to rewind and go back a few episodes because there it's just it's just playing randomly right now. Oh yeah, no, you gotta watch it. It is so oh, good. So it wasn't really divorcing. It was about the Tiger King. It was if we're being honest though, we've all dated a man that we would feed to a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, so that's true. true. So yeah, I'm talk to about give Carol a break with that. Right. Talk about watching uh, shows. I definitely was watching the um, Tiger King. At first it started off and I'm like, this is such a waste of my fucking time. And it was like maybe the first episode. And I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed. So I think last time we recorded, I maybe I watched one episode that night. And I'm like, eh, this is uh, okay. Bunch of hillbillies, right? Like, this is yeah. weird. And so then the next day... I said to my son, Joe, I'm like, you want to watch this tiger thing? He's like, yeah, let's watch it. So then we started watching it. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like all this like drama started building up. I'm like, yeah. is this for real? Like, is th seriously, are these people for real? Like, it, this is why we have the coronavirus because we're doomed as a species because like we're sliding backward in our intelligence level. Like, this is crazy. Well, now more and more is coming out about all of it since all this started. And it's even crazy easier than the show it sounds like like there's well, all yeah. these different things like yeah it's just it was a well, good distraction for a bit it was a good distraction and how did netflix know we needed this distraction were they like just holding on to it or was this part of the sims game that we're all stuck in right now or like what is this so um I just have a couple like highlights that I was just like, what? And it was when he was like zippering up his pants to go on the date after the, the husband killed himself, which that was a shocker. Like they're just talking. Sorry. Spoiler yeah, alert. We say that we're doing spoiler alerts here. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. So, but then, so then he starts going on another date and he's like zippering up his pants and the guy working the camera is like, Oh yeah. Something about his Prince Albert. And then mm -hmm. he like shows them the padlocks that he puts on it. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this guy is even freakier than I thought. And then what what is it with these straight guys? Just because this guy, he has a bunch of tigers that like converts them to be able and to like math. suck a dick. 
And I guess the drugs. I mean, yeah. it's really the the drugs. I think. I, I it's just insane. But I was just like, what a freak! And then at the funeral. And the poor, the poor mother is sitting in the front row and he's like, he would just rub them balls all in my face. And I was like, I'm like, you're talking about this dead man's balls in front of his mother. Like, I I definitely felt bad for the mom, but I also was like, she worked for him too. You know, she was doing some shit. She was doing not that anyone deserves that with their son, but like, right. What the fuck are these people doing in this? compound he has well and i was supposed to start our tiger king chat with uh well hello all you cool cats and kittens oh i hate her so much (laughs) believe it or not i could not find a clip of her saying that i even went back and watched a lot of her like little videos and she didn't i couldn't find it so you have a little bit of the impression down oh she you know, like you said, she annoyed you. She really didn't annoy me until close to the end. Oh, God. When she first started talking, I was annoyed with her fake laughing every two seconds. I think because I know so many women like that. Yeah, that I, I was do just too. Like, I hate them. Yeah. But yeah, when she when she's, yeah, she's something else. Like, <laughs> like you could just well, tell she was a nut job. Oh, yeah. And now I guess if you're interested, David Spade, I think he has like a podcast or a show or something. And he's been uh, oh, and on Instagram, he's been um, interviewing a lot of the people from the Tiger King. So if you didn't get enough and you wanted to go back and get more, you can uh, look up David Spade's Instagram page. And then what was interesting is that I also saw that the Hillsboro Sheriff, County Sheriff in Florida, he says he's been getting six tips a day on this cold case, the Tiger King cold case. So reopening it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you see so many, some of them are so dirty. Like, I'm like, I don't even know I can put this on the Instagram page for steps in the city. But there was like the one where like Carol said something about Carol pouring sardine juice on her pussy. And what? I, yeah, I was just like, oh boy, this is crazy. Um, but I do oh. have good news because we are fans of Kate McKinnon. If I can free up my little mouse over here. Uh, they're making a TV show, and Kate McKinnon yes. is going to play Carol Baskin. So here we go. Yes, Kate McKinnon is playing Carol Baskin in the scripted Tiger King TV show. If you've been spending your quarantine time wisely, then chances are you've already met Carol Baskin, Joe Exotic, and the rest of the controversial Big Cat community in Netflix's latest true crime docuseries, Tiger King Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. If you haven't, pause this and go finish all seven episodes right this second before you get spoiled. You'll thank me for it. The show tells the story of the wild feud between Tiger owner Joe Exotic and self-proclaimed animal activist Carol Baskin. Viewers have described it as, well, totally bonkers, and they are loving every minute of it. Celeb fans include Kim Kardashian, who called it crazy and offered a conspiracy theory of her own, as well as Zach Braff, Josh Gad, Paul F. Tompkins, Whitney Cummings, Gigi Gorgeous, and really just anyone with taste. Now, if you've already been blessed by this real-life mess, I'm happy to report that Kate McKinnon is right there with you. In fact, not only will the Saturday Night Live actress be starring in the upcoming limited series adaptation, she's executive producing it, too. Based on the Joe Exotic podcast, the scripted miniseries will once again bring you into the surprisingly volatile world of tiger breeding and or rescuing, depending on who you ask. Carol has reportedly not been a fan of her portrayal in the Netflix doc. 
most notably calling insinuations regarding the mysterious disappearance of her husband, Don Lewis, unsavory lies. So perhaps Kate will finally do her justice this time around. Either way, it's going to be wild. Who do you think should round out the cast? Oops, sorry. It's going to oh, be no. wild. I guess it was like a really popular podcast at some point. And now it's, you know, the Netflix is really pushing it into the, the mainstream. Yeah. Oh, so, well, because I was surprised when I was watching the show that Joe Exotic had like his own little show and Carol had her own little show and that Doc whatever, which he was kind of creepy. Like he had all these hot oh, chicks. He has but- like all those yeah right but he pays I mean, they're for all them terrible they, but they all got boob jobs and i mean just look at him like what is it about him that i don't know i mean who am i to talk i'm sitting here single and then saying like why is this guy got all these chicks when he's just a weirdo like maybe well, i need to run him. some sort of a weird cult Oh, yeah, I guess with the girls, I'll change their names to like goddess names and shit like that. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know that Joe shouldn't be in prison. I feel like he probably belongs there, but I think a lot of them do. It's not just him. They all do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I'll be interested to see this Saturday (laughs) Night Live version, though. That's going to be awesome. Especially Kate McKinnon. Like, she just makes me laugh whatever she does. She's just hilarious. Her energy is really good. So, um, well, so you aren't the only one, stuff that has had the idea of, like, having a dog to help keep your isolation, self-isolation a little more um, interesting. Apparently, if you adopt or foster a dog during the coronavirus crisis, Bush beer is giving you three months worth of beer when you do that. Okay. So if you're a Bush beer fan, that's a, a, a kind of a good perk. I don't know. That's I mean, I my... would love to. I was thinking about maybe fostering, depending on how long this goes. But yeah, yeah. I have a couple because of I'm friends pushing that... it already. Having a dog here, I don't really want to push it more. Right. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. I have a friend that fosters pit bulls and then she ended up adopting one that she fostered, but she's, I think she still fosters puppies now for, for the rescue, which is a really good idea. So if you um, can give them up, if you're not going to be a foster fail. True. True. Uh, We do have a couple voicemails this week. All right. Here's our first one. Hey, staff, it's me, LB. How you hanging out in all this crap? Long time no here. Um, I've been meaning right. to call. I listen to your show all the time, and I have feedback, and then I forget. But I was listening to the radio, and the Gin Blossoms were playing, so it reminded me of you, little staff. I hope you guys are all surviving this, and I just have one little thing to ask you. Do you guys remember when uh, you used to be able to smoke in the bars? Now you can't even drink. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, LB. Thanks, Laura. I know I need to call her. I talked to her daughter the other day, but I have I have to give Laura a call. Um, Are you a yeah. Jim Blossoms fan? I don't, you know, I guess I'm I'm an alternative music fan. I don't know that I was a huge Jim Blossoms fan, but it might have been like a popular song when we all would hang out together. So maybe that's what made her think of me. We were at work, um, obviously, before all this started, and somebody said, uh, 
somebody said something and like at the same time like four of us started singing till I hear it from you you know that song yes yeah yeah we were singing gin blossoms at the office recently so that was funny when she said it I'm like wait I was just singing gin blossoms oh she's a little psychic (laughs) she is yeah, today she posted a picture like doing social distancing with her neighbors drinking and it was just their shadows and it was three of them like holding their cans or bottles in the air. And I'm like, you guys look like the three wise men bringing beer to baby Jesus because it was like they had hats on. It just looked like, I don't know, I'm a weirdo. Like I said, today I'm, it's a weird day for me. But Are we saving the second voice now? No, no, we're doing that for booze news. Okay. Booze news. You're going to do it right now? Let's go. Uh, yeah, we could do booze news right now. So we've got uh, we've got uh, Steph's mom who's been uh, they've been which is She's such a good a idea in her middle age. Yeah, years. but this is a good idea. And honestly, Jeff Hoover, the, he's the producer of the WGN um, morning show. He's been quarantined with his wife at home, and they've been doing this too. Like you can watch them. They get they get the bar card out, and they get their drink of the night, and they act silly. So it's so cute that your your mom and um, stepdad are doing this. Uh, they're doing like a drink of the day. And um, so she called in and told us about the drink that they're going to enjoy this evening. So here's Paula, or as you like to call her, Polly Walmart. Hey, the two steps. This is Steph's mom, Paula, or as she likes to call me, Polly Walnuts, but we won't do that. Anyway, I'm calling with a lovely alcoholic beverage that we're going to try later tonight, me and Mark. And it is called the Kentucky Buck Cocktail. Because even though I don't like whiskey, I wanted to try a good bourbon. So you take a half ounce of lemon juice, a half ounce of simple syrup, one strawberry for garnish, one ginger beer, I don't know about the ginger beer, but maybe I'll just put a little bit in. And one and a half ounces of a good bourbon. I picked up one called Heaven's Gate. So I will let you guys know how it is. And if you want to make it, go ahead. Have fun. Love you both. Bye. (laughs) She was confused there for a second. Wait, love you (laughs) both. Thanks, Paula. That sounds like a... Yeah, and it's Heaven's Door, not Heaven's Gate bourbon. (laughs) Heaven's Gate was that cult too, right? The Heaven's Gate Yeah, like, what are you talking about, lady? Yeah. But I love whiskey and bourbon, so I might need to go over there and get a sip of that. Yeah, when people are doing these drinks and I see them, I'm like, oh, I kind of would like to try that. So your mom had one on the other day, and it was called the Armoretto Cranberry Kiss. And it was two cups of cranberry juice, one cup of vodka, one half cup of amaretto, three tablespoons of orange juice, and like an orange peel for garnish. And I'm I've always been an amaretto fan, and that just sounded really good. You can't do it, right? I used to drink amaretto amaretto in high school, and just the thought of it is like I want to (laughs) die. Okay, we won't talk about that anymore. <laughs> well, and while it was funny, I think it was when my friend B was in town last year or the year before. It was recent. She ordered, we were somewhere and she ordered an amaretto, like stone and sour. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I didn't know people still drank that. Like, I was in shock. 
So well, like, that's it's like still a, a classic thing, I guess, cocktail. just not for me. Yeah, right. Ugh. It's like a classic cocktail, like the old fashioned or it just Manhattan. reminds me of high school. Oh, really? I don't know. High school, everybody did beer or wine coolers. Zima, I think that was a little bit after high school was the Zima beer. Zima was like when I was a little younger. Um, yeah. No, it was like we would do Amaretto or, yeah, I guess a wine cooler or like Boone's Farm. Because I didn't yeah. drink beer back then. Yeah. What were the, there were wine coolers back then. What were they called? Yeah, Bartles like California- and James. Yes, there was a a couple girls in high school. They had there was one girl. I don't know. Somebody had two dogs, and the dogs were Bartles and James. I remember that. Ah, uh, yeah. But there was something like California coolers or California. I don't know something. God, that's going way back. And Boone's I wasn't farm, even baby. You never drank that. Ah, uh, yeah. People drank Boone's Farm. Uh, I'm just trying to remember what the most popular wine coolers were that we would snag. I can't remember. I'll have to Google that. Are you thinking so of funny. like Seagram's? Is it Seagram's? Maybe. Maybe the Seagram's. I don't know. There was something to do with California in there. Interesting. Or am I thinking yeah, of Capri? Those are the only two I can remember <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, well, you're lucky because you're, you're <laughs> you in the city. You can make alcoholic too. You can. I know I have. I'm thinking I have one in the freezer right now, but I still have those like little frozen bags of the like, the you know, you make them put them in the freezer and they're slushies, you know, the to go ones, the buck for their bucket. Yeah. Tool. yeah, I have a couple of those. Maybe I'll have one tonight since I ain't going nowhere. Um, But you had listed that the under booze news too is the local cocktails you could they'll like you have bars in your area that they'll mix you like their signature cocktails and you just go to pick them up (laughs) yeah it's pretty awesome i know like furious spoon's doing a deal where you can get a gallon of their margaritas really Um, but there's a bunch of different ones uh it was from do 312 which is that website do 312 and they have a bunch of local restaurants where you can go and pick up um or they deliver chicago cocktails from different places i think even like three dots and a dash that really good cocktail bars on there okay um, they give you kits like someone has make your own aperol spritzes with a, a whole little hardware kit that they give you um it's pretty good i need to do it i guess yeah, you should try it and report back or t- do your little, uh, you could be on the rocks. So you pour yourself a drink <laughs> and then explain a crystal. Oh, Come that on, would work. I like that. that you, yeah, you don't even have to show your boobs for that one. <laughs> I am drinking some rosé right now. So we could do Are that. You? I'm having oh, ice rose. water. I probably need some caffeine. Cause I've just, like I said, I was crabby all day. Like I don't even know who was texting me. I'm like, I have no time to answer this right now. I don't even want to deal with these people. Like it's just super crabby. <laughs> so. Also, oh. I just saw, this sounds good to me. Ramen San, that uh, is a restaurant on Hubbard. They can deliver you the ultimate sake bomb kit. So you get two mugs, two shot glasses, two chopsticks, two Sapporos and one um, sake. Really? You can make your own sake bombs. Yeah, that this is like sounds bad yummy. for me to look at right now. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to order all of this. <laughs> You're going to be doing little videos every night. Like, here we go. We're doing this one. After I don't know. I'm talking about my mom. 
Yeah, well, she's doing it. They're having fun, you know. Get yeah, the cocktail no, shaker out. Maybe I'll look up a drink. I don't. I have a. I don't have enough mixers. That's the problem. I have a lot of alcohol, but not a lot of mixers. So I think I probably will yeah. need to hit the store for that because I've been dying for a good Negroni, but I don't have any of the ingredients for it. So um, I will have to get to the store. I think. Yeah, I'll probably it's go. It's not maybe very I'll... often that I hear you say you've been dying for any type of a drink. No, you know what? It was a uh, was it last summer? I'm trying to remember when I went to Few Spirits in Evanston there, and they had like uh, food trucks and they had a band playing, and they had like three specialty drinks they were making that night, and I had the Negroni and I loved it, and it. I, I've been like craving one ever since. And I keep cutting out like little Negroni recipes that I find. I just haven't went to get the ingredients for it. So it's like gin, uh, vermouth and Campari, I believe. So, I mean, it's not a ton of ingredients. I just need to get them and be a, like a mixologist and mix it up. Yeah. We're both, we're going to come out of this being uh bartenders. <laughs> cocktail no uh, be like all right uh drunky the clown <laughs> going, you know <laughs> doing this and doing that too funny uh, i just think a... about getting on youtube and looking at makeup tutorials because i have no idea how to do makeup i'm like maybe i'll learn that there was some lady like she started a tutorial i'm like well this lady kind of homely i don't know where she's going with this and then by the end i'm like she's so pretty <laughs> yeah so. you can do some magic with that contouring and stuff i think i need to try to i'm gonna learn that yeah i don't know contouring i yeah i i just do whatever i can do while i drive in the car so <laughs> but now i guess now i have more time in fact yesterday i walked into work with no makeup on because i'm like i really there was no traffic. So I was going really fast. I'm like, well, I can't do my makeup and drive on the expressway. So when I got to work, my boss is just looking at me like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm not sick. I just don't have makeup. on. <laughs> so like when I got five minutes, I put makeup on and then he was like, felt free to talk to me after that. It was kind of funny. I'm like, I was looking really hideous. Um, and what's popping. I am loving Lori Lightfoot. Have oh, you yeah she it, it, like her I don't know you know she never wowed me when she was running for mayor <clears throat> but but I really didn't like Preckwinkle that much so I was like well I was happy when she won like whatever uh but her PSAs for like staying home are so good especially she picks up the guitar and starts singing and it was just I don't know she I think she's handling things really well it seems like all the Chicagoans like they're doing all the memes of like they're even selling cardboard cutouts of her now where you can stick it in like your yard and take a picture so I can't get enough of those memes and her video was really cute I'm glad she's like she said she's seen it and she thinks they're funny you know, like she's taking it well too. So, right. Well, I don't think anybody's it. making fun of her. And it's not like she's doing it to be a bitch. She's like trying to keep the city pretty, you know, the numbers low because they're talking well, they were making fun crazy. of that, those terrible pants that she was wearing that one day. Yes. They I was like, so what ill fitting. I'm like, why she didn't get, she, Nordstrom has free fucking alterations. Like when you have a credit card there, <laughs> go and get them altered. Yeah. Those were too long on her. But, Again, like that's not her priority. Fashion isn't her priority. You know, her her passion is not fashion. Let's just say that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We've all had well, yeah. A bad so there's that. I think it's Instagram. If people want to uh, 
see the funny memes that everyone's doing. Yeah. It's like, where's absolutely. Lori? Yes. Well, they Where had her on the, on the top of like the Sears Tower or something. I saw that or the Willis Tower, whatever the fuck it is called now. They had her. They, they have her like little picture all over the place. My cousin sent something because she lives in Chicago Heights. Yeah, she lives in Chicago Heights. And it was like they had her at all the like little hot spots in the Chicago Heights. And it was really funny. Like she's peeking <laughs> around the corner. She's at the Mexican store. Yeah, um, the recent one was the that thing in Millennium where there's usually like water and those big faces. Yes, I saw they that. They had her as that. <laughs> like giving yeah, people the eye like you're kicked out um yeah. i know we've uh talked a little bit about the coronavirus and i have a rap from this girl her name is Lil baby dreamer and i couldn't not that's a, it's a whole video and i couldn't stop laughing about it and i posted it on my facebook page so i'll post it on steps uh in the city facebook page but i was laughing so hard and maybe because i you know i'm hispanic i have no idea but she was cracking me up so she made she did this whole video and then she did like a little rap at the end so i have the rap here it is and her again she's little baby dreamer but she's a typical like chola from california you know with the (laughs) face tattoos and the purple lipstick and all that shit so here she is i was thinking of you guys and i'm tired of you guys being scared so i wrote a little rap song called corona corona so i'm gonna go ahead and sing it for you now Orale, this one's going out to all my people, eh? Here we go. Corona, Corona, you're such a cabrona. I can't go to the gym, I'm becoming Nagona. Corona, you're such a cabrona. People are more scared of you than they are La Llorona. There's no need to leave my house. I'm looking like a pinch of chupacabra. I'm running out of options for things to use to wipe my pinche caca. Oh, every time someone sneezes, the world starts to panic. I bought up all the fabuloso cause I'm Hispanic. Chale, tamale, I don't want coronavirus. I'd rather make out with Billy Ray Cyrus. They say don't be in crowds with more than 10. But I live in a one-bedroom house with 50 Mexicans. I just took a bath in holy water. And then I said, sana, sana. I ate good caldo made by my nana. So don't come at me. Oh, don't come at me and step to me, Corona. Or I'll slap you with a chancla because I'm a chingona. Corona, Corona, you're such a quimbrona. But I don't give a shit because I'm a chingona. Drinking no Corona, no one thinks that you're cool, but I don't give a fuck. It's modelo time, fool. Corona, Corona. (laughs) She's drinking a modelo. Corona, you pinche chingona. Corona, Corona, stay away from me, cabrona. Corona, Corona, cabrona, chingona, chingona, cabrona, Corona. Get away from me. I'm more scared of La Llorona. 
she's so funny though because she says or her grandma gave her this picture or it was like a a milk gallon jug of uh, holy water and she's like i put some in the bathtub and this big pedo came out which is a fart in spanish and she's like it will it like blew up between my legs she goes that was the devil leaving me she was just so funny so i don't know maybe the hispanic humor always cracks me up that was a good uh she did good job on the song yeah, she did. Pinche cabrona. All right, so here's uh this one was cute too. This is another little song I found. that was funny too now were you dancing like i was i was i was like doing the chair dance moving my shoulders i was looking outside yeah that was it was cute too i mean everybody's trying to find a little creative outlet and trying to see the brighter side of things because this really is just so depressing yeah you know like you never who would would you have ever thought this was going to happen no, I always think of that game pandemic. Have you ever played it? It's really fun, no. actually. Really? But like, whenever I hear pandemic, I think of that game. And now I'm like, oh, my God, I never would have thought that, like, it would be anything other than that, you know? <laughs> right. Something I'd actually go through. Like, you you wake up. Well, and that was, okay, so they were doing that Big Brother. Remember that show? They were doing Big Brother in Germany. Oh, yeah. And- so did they end up telling them? They did end up telling them and you could see like a lot of them were crying. Some of them were just sitting there like, are you fucking for real? Or is this like a joke? But like yeah, those I saw people... that they didn't know, but I didn't see that they told them. Yes. They they're finally... all locked up in this house with no TV, no phones. Right. And so they have been and Germany got hit pretty hard. Like what? Two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. So it was like shortly after they went into this big brother situation and, you know, lost all contact with everybody that that's when Germany started uh, getting all these cases, all these, um, you know, positives and deaths and stuff. Although Germany there, it seems like their uh, medical system is, yes, they're really, really good. Um, So they finally told them, and yeah, you could see some of them were crying. Um, Some of them just looked like they were just sitting there in shock. Like, is this for real? 
Because yeah. imagine if you were like sleeping or you were doing something and then all of a sudden you wake up and they're like, yeah, kind of like the beginning of the Walking Dead series or uh, was it 28 days later where like they wake up in the hospital and nobody's around and they're like, what the fuck? And it was like a zombie apocalypse. Like they wake yeah, up. I, mean, I, that- I think even now it's like it, it happened kind of gradually, even though once like the shelter in place started, it really started happening. But um, like, if I think about it, it's just like, I can't, I can't let myself think about it too much. Cause it's just so like, insane. It's sh- <laughs> right. It's shocking. It's like yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. But, yeah. and the weird thing is, is we talked about this. I don't even know, like t- a month ago, two months ago. And I remember-, remember when I went to Arizona, it was like starting in China to get like more, news and stuff and I remember people talking about it well I just remember reading something on the show and I was like and it it ended up like millions of people will getting will be getting this virus and I mean this just seems so unbelievable yeah but and and now when you watch the news they're like well the death rate in the United States will be like between 100 and 200,000 people and I'm like Right. But we had quoted these numbers like months ago, even though we didn't believe in it, it was just something that I stumbled on and we're, we were talking about. So well, I guess you just hoped that your leader would believe in it and actually start to do something to prepare for it. But You know what? <laughs> I don't hope, have that. No. And I hope all these people that were such Trump supporters now see that he is so ill-equipped to handle shit. Like it, it, I was talking to my uncle yesterday just because I was checking in on him. You know, he's a Vietnam vet. He's single. He's by himself. You know, he's got a dog, which is good because the dog keeps him busy. But uh, he was even like, this guy's nuts. He's like, he's crazy. And uh, we were talking about that for a little while. And then we were talking about Governor Cuomo, how I like I really like him. I think he's like really strong and Uh, a really good communicator, which is what we need. So I try to watch his updates every day and I don't watch the, the Trump one just because he's just, I don't believe anything he says anymore. So I try to like the the next day I watch like governor Cuomo's, uh, you know, breakdown just to see what he he has to say. And it was kind of sad because his, his brother, who's a reporter on CNN, he's sick. And then yeah. I saw he's got the coronavirus. Yeah. And then I saw your buddy that you love. He has Andy it. Cohen. Yes. He had he's it doing too. better, though. He came back this week for his uh, his show that he does every night. He's doing it from home. OK. OK. But that well, that's Fountains good. of Wayne Singer, or the co-founder, he passed away today. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. He is only 52. Oh, that's sad. Well, now here's a, a crazy country. So Turkmenistan, they have banned the use of the word coronavirus. What? So the Central Asian country of Turkmenistan claims it has no coronavirus cases. And if you happen to utter the word coronavirus while waiting for the bus or, you know, whatever, when you're like in that country, you will be arrested. Uh, the Turkmen government has been run since 2006 by uh, this crazy guy, Gurbangli Berdmeknaganov. I can't even pronounce his name. But <laughs> Just he a is, crazy guy. Yeah. He has banned the word. Um, 
because he he just doesn't want to even think about it. He doesn't. So it's and the people are saying like this denial of information not only endangers the citizens, but they, it also reinforces uh, the authoritarianism of the president. So uh, they would like the international community to react and try to get him to change his mind. So because this is like a human rights violation. Yeah, to, to, I mean, you should be able to say a word, especially if something's affecting the entire world. Right. But like he he doesn't even want to acknowledge he people are getting arrested if they wear a face mask or if they even mention the pandemic in public. Wow. Right. So that I found insane. Like, is this for real? Um, And so I have a conspiracy theory. A friend reached out and talked about a conspiracy theory regarding this. Oh so God, let's hear it. He, he he sent me a. It was like a, a a something a clip, and it just said it was twenty minutes. So then, and he sent it like three o'clock in the morning. So the next day, I saw it, and I'm like, "Look, Jeff, is this from you or is this like spam?" He's like, "Oh no, I sent it." And it was uh, this guy claiming that this coronavirus isn't really a virus. That what it is is that they they they're going five G. And that the the uh, frequency is disrupting the the uh, cell health in human bodies. That's my cousin's been do- talking about this. She's like the worst with the uh, Lu- Illuminati and all that stuff. Oh, really? She keeps talking about the five G thing, and I'm like, just stop. Yeah. So that's what the, this guy is saying, that this vi- that this is really not a virus, that it's um, the 5G frequency is poisoning and killing the cells in the human body. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. Take yeah. what you want from that. And then <laughs> um, Arizona declares golf is an essential activity. Oh, of so, course. Yeah. So if you're a golfer and you're in Arizona, you can still go hit the course every day because the state says that that is essential. And a lot of residents are pissed because they're like, you know, if you're renting a golf cart or if you've got a caddy touching other people's, like, I don't know. I just think that that's, I'm not a golfer, but like, if you think that that's that important, like, go for it. Crazy. I follow people. all those, you know, Chicago police scanners on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> and there was something today, someone called and said that that adult bookstore on Hubbard was open. Like they were calling the police. And oh, the no. cop responded, it's essential. <laughs> so I guess he's declaring it an essential business, which, hey, some could argue that's true. Well, I mean, there's not much to do, especially. And it's funny because I keep seeing on that dirty, uh, like the little Facebook group where I get all those crazy things from. Yeah, don't uh, say the name. You're going to get kicked out. No, I invited you. Did you join it? I don't think I got that, did I? Uh, I'll have to invite you again. But somebody's like, hey, all you single ladies out there with no in-house dick, how you doing out there? <laughs> <laughs> it just cracks me up, in-house dick. I don't know. I think if I had in-house dick, I'd probably want to be putting some sardine oil on them and feeding them to the tigers. Yeah, I think and- when it comes down to it, I'm better off here alone. But yeah, sometimes same. it's really like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, now that we're talking about in-house dick, what's our uh, position of the day? Let me play oh, our... Oh, I have it right here. Do I have any sexy music? Oh, I don't think I have any. Uh, let's. I'll play our uh, our dating one, single life. Single, single, single. 
Because even if we did have someone, some in-house, um, I don't think we'd be doing this position. I'm going to do April 2nd, since that's okay. when this is going to come out. And it's called Belinda Hamilton. <laughs> oh, I like her. <laughs> She's from the Terminator. It's a woman leaned up against a, a wall or a doorway again, and she's just like holding the man up, like cradling. Ah, I'll be back. I yes. don't think either of us would be doing that one. I remember when those movies came out, I was dating this guy, Tony, and that was like his crush. He loved Linda Hamilton. And I'm like, really? looking at, yeah, and I'm looking at him and looking at her like I bear no resemblance to Linda Hamilton. So like if that's what you find attractive, I don't know what you're doing with me. Yeah, yeah everyone's got their things, though, you know. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, I'll never forget that. And I guess when you watch the movies, you're like, she is ripped. Like she was in good shape then yeah 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 so i don't know what she looks like now i mean hey we all hit middle middle age and kind of fall apart so what do you but i I like when people age gracefully so i don't think she i think i've seen her she was like in the new terminator thing wasn't she maybe i don't know i have to go back there's a lot of movies like the other night i watched back to the future 2 i hadn't seen that in a while with biff I you did a, there was a um, March Madness bracket, but it was all gay movies that gays love. That was the bracket. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. What was on the so list? I, I pulled it out. Um, let me pull it up. So I sent it to my friends and they were, we were going back and forth on some of the movies. And I said, I never saw nine to five. And they kept oh my to God, watch it. really stumble out yeah. of bed, stumble <laughs> to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition. Yeah, no. I definitely know. Oh my song. God. I just never saw the movie. My sister so and got- I would sing that like crazy people in the bathtub or wherever because we were really little when that. Yeah. So that's the on the list. Um, we have Tu Wong Fu, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah, Patrick Beaches. Swayze was in that one, right? Yeah. Beaches, Steel Magnolias. Um, Romy and Michelle. I'm gonna jump around. Uh, First Wives Club, Funny Girl, which I've never seen with Barbara Streisand, right? Yeah, Mommy mm-hmm. Dearest, Showgirls, <laughs> um, Drop Dead Gorgeous is a really good movie. Yeah, these uh, are all good ones. I guess True Beverly saying. Hills, Princess Diaries, Bring It On, Heather's. Yeah, I love that one, Heather's. I remember that. So I actually filled it out, and my final two were Steel Magnolias versus Clueless. And Clueless was my number one, just for nostalgia's sake. That was like my sophomore year of high school. It was, it really like shaped my high school years, I feel like. That was a good movie. Well, and Steel Magnolias too was such a good movie. Yeah, it was hard. Some of them were hard. Like, I really had to think about it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to uh, revisit some of those. It's been a while. Since I'll send it to you. I'll send you the bracket. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah, I've been getting like such bizarre email um, when you said like it was like the gay bracket. I got, I guess, do 312 now has like gay 312. So I got that email and I'm like, mm, that'll probably be more interesting than the do 312 uh, lineup. And gay then I three one two. Yeah, it's called Gay Three One Two. I'll have to forward it to you because I was like, I haven't opened. I 
a lot of these emails. The one I did open because I was like, is this a fucking joke? It was like from Trump. Like, we'll give you a free hat if you make a donation to our campaign. So in the middle of all of this bullshit, he still has his campaign campaign going on. But oh, his, yeah, of course. But his priority should not be that. Like, I, yeah. One would think you wouldn't talk about TV ratings when yeah. there's people dying. But. Nuts. They're nuts. Well, <sighs> well, I have a special treat this week. I have um, Keanu Reeves, and they're a local Chicago band as well. We've played fact, them before, right? We have played them before, and uh, they sent us their new song. It's called The Story of Bedrock. So here we go. Watch the world that's rising Storm cloud follow This is the story of bedrock Straps upon their shoulders They were just a group Friends from another lifetime Just looking to make a few All they saw was blue don't let your feelings
Keanu Reeves with the story of Bedrock and they're um, a new band. It's a two man band, uh, Julian and Noah. They are from the North Shore area of Chicago where all the coronavirus cases are right now in Lake County. Um, (laughs) They're fusing pop, funk, rock and um, more to create new and innovative music. So Keanu Reeves. I like that. Yeah, and that I, song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. Tweakedaudio.com. Tweakedaudio.com. I was like, small businesses right now. So true. I was actually going through paperwork and I found a tweaked audio like bumper sticker. I'm like, hey, I got to put that on the back of my car. Yeah, for sure. We need to order some like stuffs in the city. I would like a hoodie or a coffee cup. I've been, I have my dishing bitches and my dishing misfits coffee mugs that I've been drinking like tea or cocoa in. And I'm like, we need a stuffs in the city. We need some like logo gear. So, if anybody has any suggestions that isn't Teespring, which they suck, I've had just a horrible. Remember, I ordered like the the Tommy shirt from. Oh yeah, you had an issue with them, right? Oh, they sucked, and then all the reviews, people were like, they're horrible. We hate them. They took our money. They're they steal. So, if anybody has any like good resources for, um you know, getting some gear with our logo on it, send it our way and let us know. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, we have some Andy's things. Here we go. Some Andy, even though I already, I already told you half my list. Five things that some Andy likes. These are the things that some Andy likes. Five things that some Andy likes. These are the things that some Andy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. Oh my gosh, if you have not friended Estelle Chamberlain on Facebook or followed the strays, I posted one video. I'll have to post more on uh, the Stuffs in the City page, but she's doing like chin videos. Chin? <laughs> so she- yeah. So I guess this can be number one on my list now that I'm thinking about it. So you know how you like cover up your face with um like a like a towel or a bandana or something? And oh, all- yeah. And you make and it like a face. Yeah, you put the little eyeballs on your chin. So she is doing um, songs. So she did like a cover of the Red Hot Chili Peppers um, song. Oh, I forget what the title of it is, but you know what you got, you got to give it to your mama, right? Oh, yeah. And then she just she's been doing a couple of them here and there, and they're so good. And her and her husband obviously are part of the Strays, so they they're able to do stuff together. But she does these like chinny videos 
And then uh, I forget the other guy's name that's in the band with them. He has this really super duper like wave curl hairdo. And so he had a like how to do it video. And he's like shows you what product to put in your hair and how to style his hair. They're just they're so cute. So they're They're doing fun. They are having so much fun. So if you don't follow the strays on um, social media, please do. And then Estelle Chamberlain is um, the fabulous, you know, singer for the strays that does my Samandy song. So follow her, too. She's got some fun stuff. So that's number one on my list. How's that for you? Um, And then number two on my list, you know, we always like say we our coworkers this or our coworkers that. After not seeing these people that you spend majority of your life with, (laughs) like not seeing them for a while, you really miss them. Like I miss my coworkers. I want to like, I think of something and I'm I'm like, oh, I'll tell that to Cindy. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to see her for another week. So we've been texting back and forth. And, you know, sometimes somebody will send like a little prayer or whatever joke or meme. So um, I think that that's cool that we're able to kind of still stay connected while we've been off of work. So we did our meeting on Monday morning with all of our cameras on. It was nice just to see everyone's face. Yes. Right. When I, I mean, granted, I worked yesterday and there were only four of us because he would just want to keep staff minimal. And he even was like, have you been self-isolating? I'm like, yes. How about your children? Yes. They haven't gone anywhere because we don't want to take any chances. We don't want to get our patients sick and we certainly don't want to get each other sick. So, um, yeah, but it was like so exciting to see my people. I'm like, hi guys. Um, and then we really don't appreciate our, our manicurists or our hairstylists seriously until you have to go without and so my nails looked so bad I'm like I couldn't even look at my own hands because they look so bad and so I went to Walgreens and in the nail aisle they have the whole do-it-yourself acrylic nails kit and I know I had done my nails many many years ago on my own just to save money, because I think I was probably even still single then. I'm like, I ain't spending 30 bucks on a manicure. I could do it myself. So, but it had been, it's probably been like 20 years since I did my own nails. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this kit. Like, wh- what's the worst that can happen? It looks like shit. And I just like take it off and, you know, go with ugly hands. Yeah, they were going to look bad. No, I, I should have showed you yesterday when I saw you. I could send you a picture. I did my nails on Sunday and I was like, fuck this. I did better than my own nail guy does. Maybe I'm going to just keep doing my own nails. It only took me like 10 minutes. It was really fast, really easy. And they look really good. And so I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. I impressed my own self. I even did myself a pedicure. Oh, I posted it on your mom's because I think she was talking about needing a manicure or whatever. I'm like, well, I did my own today and I, I impressed myself. So nice. uh, thank you. I'm proud of myself too. Um, uh, here's, so that was what number three on my list. One, two, three, uh, number four, I did hang a wind chime up stuff, but it wasn't the penis one. Just saying, oh, wow. I, 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 I need to make one. I didn't, I haven't gotten my creative juices flowing, but I, I had a wind chime I bought over the winter with like my, I collect dragonflies. So they had dragonflies and it's really pretty. So we hung it up on, I don't, I can't keep track of the days. It was a sunny day. So we were all sitting out on the deck 
And I hung up the wind chime. And it was interesting because it was like we were in the house and I was hearing a noise. I'm like, oh, that's my wind chime. I got all excited. It's a nice uh, noise. It is. And it's like the the wider the the tubes on there, the metal tubes, it's like a deeper sound. And that's what I like. I don't like the real high tinkling ones. I like those deeper, like mellow sounds like you can get them if you really want to be specific you can be like I want it in you know the key of B sharp or whatever you know like you can find them according to the key the sound that you like uh let's see what what's that was number four right I think so. One, two five. three four was it five all right I don't so know. go you can do a bonus I'll do a bonus one um here my friend Kara is a hairstylist and she wanted to give everybody a beauty tip this week so somebody had asked her how do we cover up our roots while we're in lockdown and I have a feeling this is for ladies that have gray hair or if you have lighter hair then you dye it darker um her tip is to use the an eyeshadow closest to the color of your hair or just a little darker and if you're going somewhere, you're worried or, you know, you have to take a picture or like if you're doing a work conference and you don't want all your gray hairs or your outgrowth to show, then you just use an eyeshadow that's like closest to your hair color or just a little darker. I was saying I picked the best time like for or not picked. <laughs> I was really prepared well for this because I don't really get my nails done anymore. I don't get my eyelashes done anymore. I dyed my hair like my natural color. So, like, I'm pretty good, actually, on any of that stuff for now. You are. Like, I saw you yesterday. I was like, I even said, I go, did you get your hair done? Like, it looks great. And you're <laughs> like, uh, no, I don't even know if I've washed it. But I'm like, well, yes. it looks so good. So, yeah, yeah it's... You're, you're working it. Like, today, I felt like I, when I did my makeup and my hair, I'm like, I look so cute, but nobody can see me. Like, what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> we we could. You should do a picture of yourself recording. Uh, I don't think so. Then you take the picture and you're like, what was I thinking? Right? <laughs> like, how yeah. crazy. I'm going to uh, take a picture of Albert recording with us at the uh, table. Yes, please take a picture. So if you would like to be like Keanu Reeves, they're like two-time winners on the show now. We've played them twice. Um, you can go to radiomisfits.com and there's a tab there that says submit music. Click on it, follow all the prompts, and send us over some music. I really, really, it would make my day. I enjoy listening to new music, new artists, and I have a lot of time on my hands lately. So, and if you would like to leave us a message, like thanks to Paula and Laura LB for sending us some voicemail, you can give us a call 312 508 3552. Leave us a message. Uh, we don't have to play it on the show if you don't want us to, but we we would love it if you would leave us a message. And uh, you can also find us at stephsinthecity at gmail.com if you would like to email us some information. Like, Michael C., I hope you're doing good out there. We haven't heard from you in a little while. Um, Michael usually sends us, like, dating and astrology stuff. And yeah, I hope he's okay. Yeah, I'll have to shoot him an email. Maybe and he's booed up in the... yeah that's what people were saying like oh if you don't hear from your man you know it's because he's stuck in the house with his wife (laughs) (laughs) um and then we have dan dan the super fan he is keeping us abreast on the economic stuff going on 
Uh, this is on my phone, so I'm going to have to read it. I don't have my reading glasses. Is this episode uh, 56? No, it is episode 54. Oh. Yeah, we got to think of a name, by the way. Think of a name while I read this. All so, right, I was sorry. I was just posting Albert, and I didn't remember what episode we were on. 54. Hey, Erlacher's number. 54. Yeah. Um, so this is from Dan Dan, the superfan slash quant geek. 99 was it clunky 99 maybe um global pandemic and economic contagion part two after the last few weeks it is abundantly clear that the intersection of the global pandemic and economic contagion will be a series of good news bad news combinations april is going to be a very difficult and volatile market COVID-19 fatalities may peak and we are getting the first reports of data reflecting the economic damage which occurred in March. The economic and fiscal stimulus plans appear to be calming the markets, at least for now. Last Thursday, the government released its first estimate of uh, COVID-19-related layoffs, so 3.1 million people filed for unemployment benefits. On that day, the market rallied sharply. The bad news is this week that... Uh, that personality has shifted. The next report, which comes out tomorrow, Thursday, April 2nd, will be at about 4 million people filing for unemployment benefits. Yeah, we just did that today here in our house. Um, OPEC uh, countries continue to flood the world with cheap oil, but few consumers are doing any meaningful travel, either by plane, car, or bus. This is an interesting situation from an economic theory standpoint. In a normal market, the supply-demand interaction is usually when a price of a good drops, demand rises. In other words, if something we use as consumer drops in price, we typically buy more of it. Like, you know, but gas is cheap right now. We're not, we don't need it. So the, right. opposite, the opposite holds true, though. If the price of something rises, we tend to buy less of it. So here you have both supply and demand dropping at the same time. So only time will tell whether it's supply or demand that drops faster. The bottom line is that we could see a dollar a gallon of gas at the pumps by mid May. You know, we got nowhere to fucking go, though. Yeah. Um, I used to just fill up to fill up and then let right. it sit. That's what we have, like 30 gallons just sitting in our on our boat and everything else. We filled up everything. Um, fiscal stimulus is on its way, but direct payments most likely won't be paid for three weeks. Uh, for households with very limited financial resources, this will be a very long 504 hours. Uh, global inflation will most likely approach 0% with deflation now a risk. While lower prices are always preferred to higher prices, this usually happens when demand destruction occurs. This becomes a loop with a negative trajectory. Lower demand can be equated with fewer required jobs. Uh, he has a little bit more here. It says it does look highly likely that the scenario of a V-shaped recession recovery will occur. The recession will be severe, but the recovery will occur quickly. The bottom is now seen to occur as soon as September, which means the economic stress will only last for a few months. If the X factor is the speed at which consumers start consuming, the wild card is what will the consumer start consuming? Alcohol. For example, I added that in there. He didn't say that. For example, no, I mean, it's my guess. 
Right. He says, for example, frequent trips to restaurants may not occur with the prior frequency if a person or family finds its preference is now cooking at home. Will people go to a baseball stadium to watch the Brewers beat the Cubs? What? Cubs beat the Brewers. Sorry. And spend buckets <laughs> buckets of money or will the fans stay home and watch on their newly acquired 70 inch TVs bought at heavily discounted prices um you get the picture so for investors yeah. fundamentals of, yeah fundamentals of companies and investment propositions are still not clear don't be too quick to make big changes in your portfolio for your 401k accounts, investors may want to consider selling low-yielding bond investments and buying higher-growth stock investments like S&P 500 mutual funds. Uh, this should only be done if the investor will not be retiring in the next few years. So please talk to your investment advisor. And Dan Dan, the super fan, says, if Big Time Tommy was a portfolio manager, take giddies would be replaced by stay calm and invest on. <laughs> so speaking of, right. big, speaking of big time, Tommy, did I not? Uh, oh yeah, I do. I have big time, Tommy. Here we go. Hey, doing Instagram. It's big time, Tommy. We still got this pandemic going on with this coronavirus. I want everybody out there to please stay home. You don't need to go out nowhere unless it's an emergency for food or for water. And even then, you could order it online. Just stay home, stay quarantined, stay safe, and stay sanitized. And don't forget to wash your fucking hands. Me, I hang out outside, smoke a cigar, FaceTime my friends, and listen to my old school jams on my boombox. Because that's the old school way to do it. OS for life. Take it easy. Take it easy. Uh, Dan Dan, the super fan, did say that if he had a song, that it would be that money, money, money. Money. So I just didn't have it. <laughs> uh, so we we played our single life clip earlier, but we never really made it to dating. I would just like to say that I was banned from another dating website. Yeah, what the hell are you doing? You're wilding out. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. I don't even care. It's plenty of fish. And it was funny because I'm like, well, I'm bored. I'm in the car. Joey was driving. I'm like, I'll just sign into plenty of fish or click on it. And it wouldn't sign me in. I'm like, what the fuck? Something wrong with the internet? Like, what's going on? And so finally, I think I went to sign in. And it said like you have been banned or you're you're you've been deleted or something. And I'm like, for what? The only thing I could think of is in one part of my profile, I'm like, I am not here to be your nurse, your purse, or your whore. And I don't even know. I think I said and I don't I don't know why that would get you banned. I have People no say idea some crazy like shit on there. Right. It was like one little blurb. Like, I'm not here to be your nurse, your purse. Um, oh, maybe because I said something. I, I don't even remember what I had on there. Like, I don't care to see pictures of your dick or who knows. But it had to be that everything else was like plain Jane normal. So or because I have a link there for the podcast, like, could it have been that? I have no idea. Well, that's what got you banned from Tinder, right? Yes. Right. So 
whatever no big Just loss knocking them off one at a time you know what i don't even have the patience for half these motherfuckers anyway so yeah. whatever and in fact there was a guy on bumble like i'm like on there swiping because it's like my video game every single picture the guy had his mouth open like you know how tony lasano does that like he doesn't smile he like opens his mouth like ah like 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 i'm having a fun time so my yeah mouth- i hate people who take the same face so this was like this was like the bald tony lasano every picture he had his mouth open i'm like i can't even fucking look at this guy swipe left and then it was then did you see that we was i was it just me or was it our the podcast mentioned on one of tony lasano's posts oh i didn't see that yeah he was like recapping his old shows from a different season and there's like a picture of me and a picture of ed and i think a picture of uh betty sarah on there from when we guested on one of his shows so i'm like oh okay well he's still he's like actually being nice to us. yeah he totally tagged us so i thought that was kind of funny um if we're while we're talking about dating if you are interested in another app there is a dating app for these isolated times called quarantine together okay How uh, pardon me How? Well, so I guess this this uh, guy, Chris, and this other guy, Daniel, started this dating app um, and they bought the do- domain name on March 8th. Like and then they launched the, this website on March 15th. So it's only been around for whatever, 15 days, 16 days. Um, and they said they wanted to build something that is not just great for others, but for our selfish purposes. So we don't get bored. Um, The app is text-based. Every day at 6 p.m., the app asks its registered users whether or not they've washed their hands. If they say yes, so if you say yes, you've washed your hands, you're introduced to another user via text. Okay. And then then after 15 minutes, the matched users will be offered a link to video chat. So uh, apparently these guys are maybe in San Francisco because they're saying as the number of coronavirus cases in San Francisco continue to increase, um, people don't want to go out with strangers, but they don't want to give up on connecting with potentially interesting people. So with the quarantine together, you can go ahead and try it out. This one girl says it was a hilarious idea. I liked it because I feel like it's an opportunity to form a deeper connection with someone before you have to meet them. So when two users get introduced, they know nothing about each other except their names. So there are no rejections. It's less about your photo or your bio. It's more about actually being able to talk to another person. I was going to talk shit about it, but it sounds interesting. It kind of does, right? So um, I don't know. Maybe I'll look into that since I have room on my uh, dating app list. (laughs) I got got another ban. Yeah, here, this is what I have to say to... uh, Plenty of accuser fish. of the fucking brethren, you motherfucker! Accuser of the. <laughs> oh, I keep hitting it. Sorry. <laughs> Too funny. Um. So, Steph, we got some astrology this some week. synchronicity. Synchronicity. Yes. What you I got? I have some airy stuff. It's airy season. Or if you have anything else. No, no, please tell us about Aries season because we're going to have, isn't it coming up like in the next week? Like, don't we have Aries a season right now? 
Aries season is now, but don't we have like a moon coming up or something? Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, you know, so they're saying Aries season is a time for healing. So for Aries, Aries season wants to help you heal. The body is a temporary home for the spirit. It needs love, care, and consistent nourishment. This spring, make it a point to reorient yourself towards the practices and pursuits that keep you coming from the soul and not the surface of your life. Oh, okay. Taurus, Aries season has you uncovering some hidden aspects of yourself or your life. What you usually ignore or reject becomes a focal point of your own recovery. At the same time, you're looking at taking on more responsibility in your professional and public roles. Don't be out in public, Taurus. Gemini. Aries I don't season have a choice. <laughs> Aries season wants you to wants to see you among the bravest in your band. Those that inspire your ability to courageous courageously tackle life. Maybe I shouldn't drink rose and do this. That's okay. Courageous we like tackle life are important to stay in touch with, whether it's a virtual hangout or one in person, and with ample hand sanitizer, stay connected. Okay. Cancer. Through your public and professional roles, Aries season asks you to courageously embody a warrior with a soul. What you begin now needs to challenge you in the best of ways and stretch your compassion for others. You are here to be a leader amongst leaders. In 2020, make sure that you get that message loud and clear. There you go. Lead on. Leo, be adventurous with finding new avenues towards healing. Perspective is everything. Try to refrain from shutting down out of fear of rejection or recoiling from the truth for fear of what it might demand you do. Don't be so scared. Virgo, your work routines are asking for structural support. Whatever has become a mess, unruly, needs to be whipped into shape. It's time to take control of your calendar and structure your work life in ways that support your overall health. Airy season is always loud, but this one makes the thorns in your side high pitched Ooh, yeah i'm having a problem with the routine aspect yeah yeah it's like why do i have this planner why why do i have a calendar it's pointless right now oh my god i was enjoying my planner so much do you know i put it to the side the other day i'm like i have nothing to plan i no, had all what's the point? concerts and fun stuff to do i'm like why am i even looking at this fucking planner with nothing on it so i spent some time and just switched over to a regular little calendar and put all my you know financial stuff in there to keep track of when i gotta pay this or pay that and i'm like all right planner i'll see you later so. Yeah, I mean, this is saying for Virgos, but I guess everyone, instead of having it be structural work stuff, uh, support your overall health with your planning. Yeah, uh, Libra, Aries, yeah, Aries season pulls focus on the healing that your committed partnerships are in need of, and that the healing that they help to facilitate. In order to develop trust in our friendships, business partnerships, romantic relationships, we need to be able to trust the strengths of our agreements. Take care of the top priorities in your partnerships. Scorpio. Uh -oh. like divorce is on the way over there. <laughs> Scorpio, your routines are in need of an update. Finding the least taxing way to get the work on your plate completed is a high priority. Your well-being is more than just another check mark to make on your to-do list. Make sure you are being as deliberate as possible when mapping out the most healing ways through your days. Sagittarius, Aries season asks that you find all possible pathways to joy. No matter the challenges, no matter the work, no matter the without a little joy, 
life feels immeasurably hard. Make a point to dedicate at least part of your day to enjoying the simplest of pleasures. So even if masturbate. you can't go out to have a good time. <laughs> you masturbate? Yeah, masturbate. <laughs> Capricorn. Hey, Capricorn. Hey, how you doing? Healing from the past takes courage. Healing from the past requires a desire to make your current life into all it can be. Be honest about your needs, be generous with yourself in the process, and be practical about your spending habits when you tend to feel insecure, unstable, or in transition. Your finances need as much attention as your heart right now. So you just said that. You're going to use your planner for bills. (laughs) I'm not spending any money, so I don't know. And I'm heartless, so I guess I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) I have a black soul and no heart. Aquarius healing happens a little at a time through ritual, through the smallest choices made, through the ins and outs of day-to-day life, we develop the ability to be present. Aries season teaches you that each 24 hours is a class in how to take care of yourself. Be courageous enough to speak your mind, but mindful enough to do so in the least harmful of ways. Last but not least, Pisces. Aries season asks you to develop a deeper relationship with your finances. You may find that you now have the time to do a detailed dive into the checks and balances of your accounts. If it comes, take the opportunity to do so. Healing wounds that come up around money isn't easy, but it will always help you understand exactly what about your talents, assets, and resources that are priceless. Ah, well, that's a good one. Well, so that- this is Aries season. Let's all heal. Let's all heal and have a drink and, and care wash our hands. Yeah, wash our hands, wash our ass. Um, and I have one final thing that kind of goes along with astrology. Um, okay. So this Indian boy, I saw the stuff that you gave me back, my Sylvia Brown uh, prediction. Mm. So yes. I'm going to go ahead and read that. But this, so this Indian boy, uh, he's 14 years old, Abhigya Anand in... Um, he correctly predicted the start of this coronavirus eight months ago. He made this prediction and um, he is saying that everything, the coronavirus and the troubles are going to end in May on May 29th. So we're going to oh. put this on the calendar and so see my birthday how- is still fucked. No, maybe it's May 29th in India. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know. That really wouldn't make a difference, I guess. And uh, I feel like I, I'm fine skipping this birthday. So that means I get to stay the same age. Well, you could come over and social isolate on one of our boats. We have like a ton of floating things. I have two jet skis, two boats, a canoe, a kayak. I, you can come on over. We if can... it's sunny, I am there. Okay, come on. Come on, girl. Um, So on August 22nd, 2019, on his YouTube channel, uh, 14-year-old uh, Anand predicted that the world will enter into a tough phase starting November 2019 through April 2020. This six-month period will see a spread of global disease and a rise in global tensions. At the height of it all will be March 31st, which was yesterday, which will mark the climax of this state with the world looking tense. However, on May 29th, as the Earth orbits away from this tough period, it will mark the decline of the global disease as the spread of it will be more manageable. Anand, who is a famous Indian protege, um, he's been featured in numerous magazines. So notably in 2013, he was interviewed on the Indian Times 
where his astrological skills were put to the test. And to his, the amazement of many, his knowledge of astrology was considered child's play. He has rightly, by use of astrology, predicted prices of gold and silver and other Indian-related activities. On the coronavirus, it is to be noted that it is a global war, a war between the virus and humanity and whether governments are involved is your guess. But one thing is clear, it is a war nonetheless, this he insists. Um, he was saying March 31st was going to be the climax based on astrology because Mars was, will well, it did, so this was yesterday, uh, will conjunct with Saturn and Jupiter while the moon and Rahu will also conjunct. Um, Rahus is the north node of the moon. Uh, this is a rare occurrence since in astrology, Mars, Saturn, and Jupiter are considered the most powerful planets due to the fact they are all on the outer ring of the solar system. Hence, when they are all aligned, their power over Earth is enormous. So I thought that was all pretty interesting. Yeah, we got to pay attention to this kid, huh? Yeah, so May 29th, the axis will be broken and the planetary arrangement more favorable for a cure. All Uh, right. Yeah, so we will definitely. um, And then as far as the economic slowdown is predicted to end in November of 2021. So we'll see who's right, the psychic Indian kid or Dan Dan, the the, uh, super fan financial man. (laughs) <laughs> he's getting more and more names keep adding name, yeah adding <laughs> stuff to his name he's gonna keep adding getting names added all right so hopefully we entertained you guys and uh brought Everyone's a smile staying to your safe yes practicing yeah. social distancing uh, and we'll find some more fun and interesting information for you next week but yeah yeah stay safe stay healthy um uh, seriously reach out to us on social media or you can email us at steps in the city at gmail.com or call us at 312-508-3552 we have a lot of time on our hands to have fun conversations or listen to your ideas or your conspiracy theories whatever you've got we're we're here for you for alcohol cocktail recipes yes Cocktail recipes, please. Or even like just regular recipes. I'm running out of shit to cook over here. Today, Joey's making tacos. He just texted me and said dinner's ready. So it's going to be. Go eat your tacos. Taco Wednesday. All right. Well, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.